Hello, Abby here from the Colour Pink podcast. It's been a while. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened, who is still listening. It really warms my heart to see how much people are still enjoying the podcast, even though we haven't released a new episode in a while. Couple of things. We are now on Spotify. So if you're listening on Spotify, welcome, hello, we're brand new. Um, and you can still catch us on iTunes, working on getting us on other apps um, so more and more people can listen. Number two, we have been nominated for a student radio award for best podcast as this is a Demon FM podcast, my old student station. Oh, I am so happy, so excited. The awards are on the 8th of November 2018 in London. Fingers crossed, um, but if we don't win anything, that's fine because being nominated, being one of the best top six student podcasts in the country is bloody good enough for me. Number three, I am looking to relaunch this podcast because what you're going to hear now, I'm going to be releasing three unreleased podcasts which didn't make it into the final sort of six episodes but if you are wanting to get involved with the color pink please follow us on twitter at color pink pod and send us a direct message um if you're based in the northwest that's perfect but if not please drop us a message if you want to get involved because i would love to keep this going anyway been rambling on enough please enjoy the new episodes of the color pink and again thank you again so much for your support the Colour Pink Podcast. All about women, chatting about all that women stuff. Hello and welcome to the Colour Pink Podcast. My name is Abby and this is your podcast all about women, talking about all that women stuff. And I've been joined this more I keep saying right, uh, disclaimer, we're recording this at nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the earliest we've ever recorded a Colour Pink podcast, and I'm in like breakfast show mode, so I do apologise. But we have been joined this morning, or whenever you're listening to this, by Lenny. Hello. And who, disclaimer, her name isn't actually Lenny. No. It's Lenny. <laughs> yeah, I, um, Abby just likes to call me Lenny because my name is difficult to say. It is. Like, I've mastered it now. Mm. I know it's Lenny now because it's spelt Leone. Yeah. But it has an accent on the E. Yeah, on the first one because it's French. Yeah. So apparently that's spelt Lenny. Yeah. And you're from Guernsey. Yes. It's such a little tiny island below the UK, but above France. So. <laughs> so, still, so she's kind of French, mm-hmm. but actually not French at all. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for coming on the podcast today. That's okay. Lenny, it's really exciting to have mm-hmm. you. And we're talking about a very interesting topic, I think, today. Yeah, we I are. think this is a fun topic that I'm glad you brought to mm-hmm. me. And we're talking all about the expectations of going on a night out. Mm-hmm. Because being a part of university, it's a big part of it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, before I came to uni, I knew... I expected it to be a fairly big part, but then since I've joined uni, it's definitely become a lot bigger than I expected it to be yeah definitely and in Guernsey mm-hmm. did you go out much before um well you see I didn't actually turn 18 that much before I came to uni so okay. I, I went to a few house parties and things like that and then we would go to town but not very often because it's quite quiet and it's also really expensive over there so oh really how many nightclubs does Guernsey have we have three but they're all about seven pounds to get in Ooh. so yeah oh my. <laughs> that is a lot Mm-hmm. £7 entry? Yeah, there's one of them that's free before 11. So people go and get a stamp because you get a stamp on your hand. So you go and get a stamp there. Then you can go in there if the other club is bad. That's but, yeah. fair. Because we, a- we only have one floor in each club as well. Whereas over here, there's like multiple floors mm. in each one. And I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so much choice. Yeah. <laughs> so can you talk me through what your general night out process has been since you got to uni? Well, it's actually kind of changed because when I first got to uni I was like yeah excited um so obviously I still am but I would 
get ready, like do my makeup, hair, um, get dressed. But as I was doing that, I would sit with a drink with me mm-hmm. because I was like, yeah, why not start early? Yeah. Go big or go home. But then more recently, I've realised that tends to be, because I wouldn't always do that, it would be like just a few times, uh, that tended to be when the night would get a bit messy. So um, right. I've had a new rule in my life, which is don't pre-pre-drink, because <laughs> that's basically what I called it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to pre-pre-drink, have a drink while I'm getting ready. So now I'll just pre-drink at the pre-drinks. Right, okay. But, you know, just like get ready with my music and that playing. I found definitely that because my house this year, for mm. example, is a big pre-drink house. Yeah. And so you start drinking quite early, like before you've done your makeup. Yeah. And it's always really upsetting or difficult when you realise I've had two glasses of wine already. And, I and haven't, I'm already gone. And I haven't done my makeup. Yeah. And so then you have to go to your room and like desperately like try mm-hmm. and like make yourself look acceptable for a night out. Yeah. But I think that's a good rule to be fair. I think I personally think makeup and then start drinking. Yeah, that's what I think is better. Yeah. <laughs> Then your makeup goes better as well. Yeah, you think it does. Yeah. (laughs) Girls always do this thing of, and I know that I think my boy mates are aware Mm. of it, is that you go, what are you wearing? Yeah, You have to coordinate (laughs) outfits because if you go a little bit more dressy than everyone else... Then you feel really out of place. End of the world, isn't it? Or if you're slightly more dressed down, you're like, oh my gosh, this is like, no, I can't do it. Yeah, it's just... (laughs) I've had a friend before who's turned up and been like, oh wait, but I thought you were wearing something different. And then she's gone back to change because she doesn't feel right. <laughs> oh, bless. I mean, yeah, I can relate. Mm. It is, it's hard. And I, But my favourite is always, um, especially I get this with um, my girls from home, mm. is jeans and a nice top. Yeah. Like when we say back home, we'd go for like a nice meal or something. We'd be like, oh, what are you going to wear? Um, probably like jeans and a nice top. Yeah. Black jeans though. Yeah, black so jeans. Black jeans and a nice top. And... I kind of love that that is a universal language yeah. <laughs> for girls going out. People say that and you know immediately like yeah. what they mean. If you know you're going to end up in a nightclub mm. or you're not sure you're going to end up in a nightclub and you know you're starting in a bar, jeans and a nice top is and a good way to boots, go. Yeah. something like that. It's always such like a go-to thing. And what's hilarious is that whenever you see it on social media, like you, we aren't the only girls who are doing it. Yeah. There are literally, it's it seems to be a, a United like Kingdom everyone does it. thing that everyone goes out (laughs) in jeans and a nice top. Yeah. And it just makes me laugh so much. (laughs) Speaking of not knowing what to wear, Mm -hmm. wearing a coat on a night out seems to be a debate because you either have... that. So you wear your coat so Mm -hmm. you warm when you get to the club, but then as soon as you're in the club, it's far too hot. And then you've either got to pay for cloakroom, which is sometimes quite expensive, or you've got to wrap it around your waist. Mm. And it's just a bit of a hassle to hold it kind of thing. What's your opinion on wearing a coat? Right, before I came to uni, I I didn't think I ever wore a coat on a night out just because I was like, there's too much effort to carry it or to pay for it, to put it somewhere and then to remember to get it on my way home. So I was like, I'll just suffer for the moment of like, because back home, you don't really walk many places. Like you get in the car because even though everything's fairly close, it's slightly too far to walk. Mm. So like I braved the cold, like running to the car and then running to my friend's house. And then by the time you're leaving their house to go to town, You've had a few drinks, so you don't really feel the cold that you much. Actually, alcohol coat. Yeah, yeah. So like, when my mum be like, "You're not taking a coat," I'm like, "Yeah, I'll find one there. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll get an alcohol coat. It'll <laughs> be fine." It's a weird thing how they say that northern girls mm. like they brave the cold and they go yeah. out like during for their Christmas nights out without a coat. Mm. Never, that's never been me. That I've <laughs> never fit into that stereotype no. because yeah, I feel like it's worth taking the coat if you're waiting an extra ten minutes mm. for the taxi. 
and if you have a long queue to get in the club and it is always a bit awkward like you know if because for me i very rarely just i used to not ever go for the cloakroom mm-hmm. because i couldn't be bothered and the queue at the end was always really really long yeah, and to i just wait wanted to, get to your stuff. just wanted to go get my chips and go out mm-hmm. you know um but i i did always go for a coat and i remember so when i went to college so when i first turned 18 mm. i remember thinking i needed like a going out coat because everyone had yeah. like like a faux leather jacket mm-hmm. or like a bomber jacket yeah so i you know went to h&m and spent 30 quid on a jacket that i would only ever wear to go out to go out <laughs> until i saw an episode of fresh meat mm-hmm. right and there's a bit where two of the characters two of the female characters go on a night out and they're in there's a scene where in the, they're in the queue outside and they're both wearing like really big coats yeah like one of them i remember was wearing like this big fur coat mm. and for some reason that always stuck with me of that oh i can wear a normal coat <laughs> on a night yeah. out. and like in recent like winter winter nights out mm. now i have gone in a big parka jacket and i just yeah. pay the one pound 50 for cloakroom and so i'm buzzing when i'm in the club and I'm buzzing when I get out. Yeah, because you're nice and warm still and all your yeah. friends are there shivering. And in Leicester, <laughs> exactly. Because in Leicester, you generally walk home. You very mm. rarely get a taxi. Yeah, because everything's like really close. Yeah, so there's no point in getting a taxi. Mm. So I'm like buzzing, walking with like my big yellow parker. Mm. Like, yes, I'm working. <laughs> I've got my alcohol coat. My alcohol coat. <laughs> your alcohol coat. <laughs> I've got my alcohol coat. I've got my normal coat. I'm buzzing. I'm sorted. Mm. So I am very pro coat. Yeah. I think I'm always going to be slightly on the... Eh, I'll be alright without a coat but I have taken a coat before now and sometimes I'll take that it's really thin cardigan it does nothing to me mm. but it's I can fit it in my bag yeah. so I'm like yeah that's good enough because then I don't have to worry about it when I'm inside but it's gonna obviously give me so much more warmth on the way home <laughs> exactly <laughs> I, I always had a friend who would always take like a flannel shirt because mm. she was like you can wrap it around your waist and yeah. it adds to the outfit and then when you go outside you can put it on yeah. but that would only really work for a summer night out for me yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um Another thing that's amazing that guys don't get this when mm-hmm. when they go on a night out, but girls absolutely do, is the girls' toilets. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's an emotional experience because girls on a night out, absolutely, like, they love each other. Yeah, you, the girls' toilets can be, it can be a mess of a place because obviously there's some girls that are in there like crying, everything's going wrong, it's just not a great night. Girl, other girls that d- never met them ev- ever at all before will go in they'll see this girl like in a state and they'll be like oh my gosh are you okay like immediately there to like support this girl through everything that she's going through <laughs> when they don't know each other at yeah. all and it, i just love that it's amazing you truly make friends for life mm. but never see them again yeah. in the girls toilet of a nightclub it's incredible what's your favorite girls nightclub toilet story um i think I can't even remember that many because there's like they just kind of merge. I think one of them and you're too drunk to remember. Is I was in a club back home with my friend, and we were going into the toilets. The club was shutting in like ten minutes, so we we're like, "I'll oh, we'll just go to the toilet quick before we go home." Um, and we went in, and this woman was in there, and we were washing our hands and talking. And then she comes over and starts talking to us, and she's about mm, I don't know forties, and she then just starts talking to us and. We're like, oh yeah, we've just like finished sixth form. We're having a great life, living our best lives, and she's just talking and talking. And we're like, oh yeah, yeah, we're like we're gonna go now. <laughs> and she keeps on talking. She's telling us like about how her children are gonna go for doing their GCSEs, and oh, how can she get them to revise? So we're there like 
drunk giving this woman advice on how to get her daughter to revise um and she's also telling us about her son who's going to be going to secondary school soon and like we learnt this woman's whole life story (laughs) never seen her again if i i've probably seen her a few times before like since because gandhi's tiny but i wouldn't be able to tell you who she was and she wouldn't be able to tell you who we were either but it was just amazing we just learnt this woman's whole life story and she was like oh I felt so old before I came out um and I felt like I couldn't come out because I felt so old but I've had the best time (laughs) and we were like this is amazing that's so cute yeah oh that's amazing I always love for me again I don't think I can think of a specific Mm. one but I just remember there was this nightclub I went to in Manchester all the time and that was always a really friendly girls bathroom and I just remember, I think one time, oh, I'm such a sweaty person, mm-hmm. especially when I'm going out and like yeah. dancing in a club. And I remember like desperately going around to people like, <laughs> does anyone have any deodorant? Because you know, you can ask. Yeah. And like eventually someone actually managed to give they me some like body one. spray. Yeah. And I was like, yes, thank, <laughs> thank you. you so much. And then you have like the same like girls like, have you got any concealer? And I'm like, mm. girl, I'm always out with my Here concealer. Go for it. Yeah. Don't know if it's your shade, but there you go. It'll work. It'll work. It'll, It'll make fun. it work. And it's just brilliant that there is just such amazing camaraderie mm. from a girl's toilet like yeah it's incredible and obviously like guys don't get the same thing because guys are just going because of like the urinals and they're mm. not allowed to look at each other's they just junk. go in do their thing and go leave. in yeah exactly do their thing like get the, out. the other day i was in the club and one of my friends he was like oh you're all right i was like yeah we just went to a toilet and he was like oh you were just gone for ages and we were like yeah <laughs> it was the girls' toilet. So there was this girl in there. She was amazing. She yeah. was like giving us compliments, and we were like giving them back. She was really great. So I don't know if they do this in Guernsey. Yeah, they definitely do this in Manchester, and they have. I they do it in most cities mm. where nightclubs will let girls in for free before a certain time. I've heard about it before, but I've never been anywhere where that rule has actually been in place. Mm. There's one nightclub back home which does. Not the same thing, but something along those lines. So it's there's three nightclubs. Two of them are just anyone who's over 18 can get in. This other one, girls have to be over 18 to get in. Guys, however, have to be over 21. Okay. And I don't know exactly the reasoning behind it, but guys can't get in unless they're 21 or over. That's so weird. See, it, it's a weird one because mm. with the whole girls being let in for free, though, yeah, again, there was a club in Manchester where it would let girls in for free mm. And guys would have to pay, but they'd get, like, free drinks tokens or yeah. whatever. But the girls would also actually get the drinks tokens. And mm. I remember one time going um, with a group of friends, and one of the lads I was with was really annoyed about it. And he was like, how does this even work? This is so unfair. Yeah. But when you're there as a drunk girl... You're like, yeah, give you're me buzzing. all the free, like, entry. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I've just saved a fiver. Yeah. But it's a bit, you know, he's right. It's not fair. It isn't fair, fair no. And... I think the sort of theory behind it is that the clubs want more girls in there. Yeah. So boys go in there mm-hmm. and spend money trying to get yeah. with the girls, basically. I get their like reasoning, but I don't know how they could do it so it would be more fair. It's a bit twisted. Still, yeah. Like I know my boyfriend went out a few weeks ago mm. in Leeds and they actually couldn't get in anywhere really? because they didn't have any girls with them. I've never. Oh my gosh, really? that's bad. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. I mean, what? What? I mean, what do you think? Like, yeah, you said it's bad. I don't. I don't think clubs should do it. Like, I do see why they're doing it, and I kind of get their reasonings. Fair enough. That's sort of what you want. You want more guys to get in there, mm. and that's how you do it by getting the girls in for free, so you have more girls in there. And as a girl, I would be like, yeah, 
let me in for free this is so like fair but <laughs> this is so this is so fair yes imagine you drunkenly like this is so fair yes that, i would be like buzzing i get to the club and they tell me i can get in for free just because i'm a girl like <laughs> that's made my night honestly but as a guy i could see how that would be so annoying mm. because you're just wanting to go in the club and have a dance as well but you have to pay more yeah it's a tricky I don't one. think they should do it, really. No, it's it's a weird one because it does come down to that the clubs want to sort of exploit the girls being yeah. in there. So they're like, oh, come in, we'll let you in for free. Mm. So these guys will follow you in here, pay us more money because they're following girls in yeah. there. It's the kind of culture where you're going on a night out to get with someone. I know a lot of people who do that. They'll mm. go on a night out with the like mindset, I'm going to get with someone tonight. And then when they leave and they haven't, they're like, oh, I had such a bad night. And I'm like, well, you haven't. Yeah. Because you were loving your life for like five minutes ago and you were dancing on the dance floor. And now that you've like realized, oh, this is the end of the night, there's like no chance I can get with a guy, you're like, yeah, night ruined. Yeah, totally. Which it shouldn't be the way, but. I, I definitely, is. when I was a lot younger, I definitely mm-hmm. used to be like that. But then I also got sick of how some guys act in clubs. Yeah. Because it is frankly gross. There, I don't know if you've done this, but mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, and again, I think this is a universal UK, mm-hmm. even like worldwide <laughs> thing maybe, of how the one thing you say to a guy to get him to leave you alone is, I have a boyfriend. I've said that before. Yeah. Like, when I fill on, I'm like, as single as you can get. And this guy is like near me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I've got a boyfriend. Bye. And it's terrible because people say that guys only finally leave you alone because they know another guy is in the picture yeah so he respects that guy more than you saying no yeah which it definitely shouldn't be Mm. like that and that does kind of it kind of like freaks me out yeah a bit because it's just like they're not respecting you as like a person they're They're respecting the guy as a person more they're not respecting that you're just saying no and you don't need to have a reason to not get off with someone not want to exactly um my worst story though is that Mm. yeah i used to say I, I used to say this all the time, yeah. that I have a boyfriend, mm. like, please leave me alone. Um, and usually they would. And I remember one time, and I remember this so weird. So there was a summer where I was going out probably like every week mm. because I was working and I didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. Um, and it was the summer when the World Cup was in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And I remember this because for some reason, there was a lot of Brazilians in Manchester that yeah. summer don't know why and they kept we kept running into like brazilian mm-hmm. guys in the club yeah. and it was one of, it was quite a dead night and you know i was dancing with my friends and there was this couple of these brazilian guys came over and they were like getting very close and in mm. the space and i was like i really i'm not in the mood i was single no. at the time yeah. but i was like not in the mood not feeling this bit gross and he's trying to get in my face and i'm like he's trying to talk to me mm. and i say i'm sorry i've got a boyfriend and he looks at me and he goes but I want to kiss you. <laughs> so the whole boyfriend trick goes out, out the, the window, window because he doesn't respect that I don't want to get with him. Yeah. He doesn't respect my imaginary boyfriend. So what do you do in that situation? I, I mean, re- I just ran. Yeah, I was going to say just like run to the toilets and hide there for a while yeah. and then like try and go somewhere else to find, avoid Find him, a but... new female friend yeah. in the toilets to protect me. Yeah. I just remember that and it's so mad. And I've had times as i've got older Mm. where harassment in clubs has got worse yeah and i've started kicking off about it there was i was in a club one time and i don't really go to this club anymore not for this kind of for this reason also just because i don't like it Mm. um but this guy was like 
following me a lot and like I was dancing with two other people and they were like my friends so I was with them and he just kept like coming up and like dancing right behind me and like being all on my back and I was like pushing him away like can you go away please yeah um and he just kept following us and we'd like moved to different areas of the club and he was coming with us I was like can you please go away and did you say that to him yeah, yeah. I like was like can you go away please and he was like I oh, don't know no, it's fun it's fun I was like no it's not go <laughs> I don't like this we are not having fun. um it- and then it took the guy that I was with to be like look mate go away this is not all right for him to finally be like oh I guess I'll go away and I could still see him from afar looking at us I was like go away it's disgusting mm. I remember being in another in another club in Leeds and there was this guy who was clearly very intoxicated yeah. but I'm not that's not an excuse mm. in my opinion and he was rubbing up against my friend yeah and I'm very I'm fiercely protective mm. of my friends and honestly I reached over her and I pushed him like mm. not aggressively but I pushed him yeah. off her and he turns around and I'm like stop that yeah stop she does not want you to do that and his friends then like step in and be like hey okay so, wait, we're sorry like mm. he's just he's really drunk and I'm like I don't care sort him out yeah because I've started to get to the point now where if you don't do anything and you're not assertive with them if you try Nothing's to be nice to happen. them they don't stop no and I've I've had people grab my ass and mm. you know again yeah the big one is just them sort of trying to grind into you yeah and it's it's just disgusting it's and I don't think they realise how it feels to have that done when you don't want it especially and I think sometimes it's kind of scary mm. so you don't do anything because you because don't because you just like, I don't want to kick off and like because when guys are drunk they can have a tendency to maybe get aggressive and you don't know this pe- who this person is exactly. so you don't know if that's the way they're gonna get so it's just like oh I kind of will just accept it I guess yeah. But I have definitely had the time before where I've like been, I was literally ducking behind people <laughs> to hide from someone once because I was like, go away. <laughs> I used to go into clubs and want the end goal to be that I, mm. you know, kiss someone. Yeah. And as soon as I decided that actually I have so much more fun when I'm not worrying about that. Yeah. And if it happens, hilarious. Yeah. It's funny, whatever. I have a fun story after. Exactly. But... But if I don't, it's not the end of the world. And I had such a better time. Yeah, because you're not constantly fixated on like, oh, look at him. Or like, Mm. oh, is this a possibility? You're just enjoying yourself. Exactly. With your friends, which is what it should be, really. Yeah. But, definitely. We're talking about what it's like to go on a night out for a girl. But I thought it might be interesting, Mm -hmm. because we're an inclusive podcast, that we might get a man's perspective. So I have my housemate, Charlie, on the phone. Hello, Charlie. Hello, I, I am a man. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Um, That's right. <laughs> Thank you for having us on. How are you today? I'm all right. I'm good. Wide awake. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So basically, Charlie, I think we're just going to go through sort of the bits that we've talked about and sort of get your perspective, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, so first of all, can we ask... What is your process of going on a night out? Like, you know, from getting ready to like pre-drinks. What What's your process? Um, well, it's normally just before everyone heads out for the night out. Um, it's normally 10 minutes before I'll decide to get dressed. <laughs> um, that's why I'm still comfortable. <laughs> if there's like um, drinks at home or anything like that. But then, yeah, I'll get, put a shirt on about 10 minutes before I leave the house and then all head off to the club and then yeah nice Re- yeah yeah that's about it <laughs> <laughs> so um have you ever heard of girls say jeans and a nice top 
Deemed in a nice top. Yeah, so basically, you know what girls do? Because you know this, because you're in a group chat with a lot of girls. <laughs> um, is that we always, you know, we ask what each other are wearing, don't we? Mm-hmm. And sort of the go-to outfit, if you're not too sure, is a jeans and a nice top. Jeans and a nice top, yeah. So what's the male equivalent of a jeans and a nice top? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would say, je- yeah, jeans and a shirt, I think. <laughs> I didn't want to just copy what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to. And oh. yeah, yeah, jeans, you don't want to be too cold if you, when you're walking back later, so you've mm. got to think about that. Oh, yeah, see, exactly. Are the, jeans, are the jeans blue or black, though? Or does it not matter? I don't know, I just wear blue. <laughs> <laughs> see, but your your description of a shirt, though, you usually wear a flannel shirt. Because I feel like that yeah. is what guys wear. They wear a yeah. T-shirt, flannel shirt. Or a T-shirt underneath, and then a flannel shirt on top. Mm-hmm. No. You can take it off, can't you? It's quite light, so you can hold it if you want to throw it or something like that. <laughs> you hold it i can imagine you just like sort of stood in the corner <laughs> grasping right in the corner <laughs> but moving my neck yeah <laughs> yeah i love that so for girls it is sort of a, it's a longer process to get ready then you mm-hmm. would say i think so it only takes me about five minutes can you imagine i would five minutes. not be ready to get to go out to a club <laughs> no to a nightclub in five minutes it takes more than five minutes to do my eyeliner <laughs> Um, Okay, so there's a big debate for, again, seems to be a female thing. Do you take a coat? Oh, I've done, I have, I have gone to a club with a coat, but Mm. I refuse to pay the the charge for them to hold it for me. So I ended up just carrying it around the entire (laughs) night. And ever since then, I have not taken a coat. I've just braved the cold. Do you think it's that's worth where the, it? That's where the layers come in. <laughs> and the flannel shirt. But are you ever like, do you ever regret not taking a coat? So you're flat out, no coat, ever? I I know, I, I never take a coat now. Because you refuse to pay the cloakroom? Yeah. But what about like when you're going out in winter? Is that not a regretful decision? I, I don't. <laughs> you don't go out in winter? I stay in the warm. <laughs> it's the winter months, totally that's it. You're not going to see him. <laughs> that's it. I disappear. I hibernate from... <laughs> okay. um, going out i'll know not to invite you to my birthday (laughs) i'm a december baby um what do you think about nightclubs that let girls in for free and men still have to pay do you know about that i I know about this i've never experienced it okay um i haven't only ever really started going out when it came to university so before then like back home we have no club um, I think the one club that we had shut down a month ago. So, <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's, there's nothing back at home. Uh, but here, I've never really experienced that, so I've, it's never really affected me. What What do you think, though? What's your Do you think that's fair? Um, I don't know. I've, why do they Why do they let girls in for free? So, um, the theory is that they let girls in for free because then they can get more girls in there for boys to then come and pay and try and get with those girls. So a club generally looks quite unattractive if it's just full of men. Okay. <laughs> a straight club, that is. Yeah. Gay club, very different. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's a bit strange, isn't it? Mm. It's, yeah. That's, that's, it's a, like, so as a really sort of blunt comparison, that's a bit like fishing, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's like getting people in, so you're going to... Oh, what do you mean by fishing? Like, you're, you're getting people to attract... Other people. Uh, so, like, the women are the bait so the be- <laughs> and the men are the... F- it's, it's, that's, yeah, I can't yeah. see a better, better analogy yeah. um, at the minute. But it's kind of like that, which is it's quite strange, mm. isn't it? It's the sort of objectifying 
individuals to get mm. other guys in. Yeah. Would you be annoyed then? Say like the three of us went to a nightclub. Me and yeah. Lenny were let straight in and they stopped you like, excuse me, that's five pounds. How Would that annoy you? I think, yeah. Yeah, I think it would. But then again, I'd probably just go with it and just pay. <laughs> just pay it, yeah. <laughs> just uh, just pay anyway and just mm. go in. Fair um, enough. But I think it is, there's, there's two sides to it in it. There's, the, the very strange side of getting girls in to attract guys mm. and there's um, the having to pay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, oh, it's, that's a very strange situation. But yeah, I've never experienced it first time. Oh, well, that's lucky for you. <laughs> I'm sure there's many, many an angry man out there mm-hmm. having to <laughs> aggressively slap down his fiver. <laughs> okay. So obviously the girls' toilets, it's actually quite a big thing of a girl, girl's not out. Like you're going to the toilet. It's like a big event kind of thing. Is it's not the same for guys, is it? No, it's not. You don't want to be hanging around those toilets for too long. <laughs> they are, they are grim. So if, if you never made friends, you only with go them. in there. You only go in there if you have to. <laughs> you can hold it. You you're gonna hold it. So you've never made friends with anyone in the toilets before, then? No, not. Oh, actually, saying that on on the last night out, there was this one guy. Um, it was just making friends with everybody. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't my choice to make friends with this guy. <laughs> you were forced it into it. Why are we making friends in the toilet? But he, he tried his best. He <laughs> made about five friends that night and then saw him later that evening and uh, never saw him again in my entire life. Um, so I, some people do, just <laughs> just not me. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of looked at slightly oddly if they do. Yeah. No, you try and avoid the toilets as much as you can. Cause, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> oh, they're awful. Do you find it weird that girls go in packs to the toilet? Not really. It's just a thing that everyone's sort of got used to. Like, every, you know, you you expect girls to go in a group. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was weird. Do you not... You've seen a horror movie. You, people need to go in pairs. <laughs> true. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. That's that's why we're doing it, really. Yeah. Um, do you that's not, it. Do you not wonder what we're doing in there? I just assume you're going to the loo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I wasn't expecting an answer like that, but I think that's no. a very fair one. <laughs> um, what, what is the reason? What is the reason? Can you, can you give me an insight? I mean, or a is lot it of it's just, thing. No, it's just usually having a conversation. Yeah. To be honest, like you'll be away from the music. Yeah. There's just you'll meet random people and then just. Yeah. I've had a whole life story like chat with someone before now in the toilets just because she just started talking. Yeah. And then it's difficult oh, wow. to get them to stop sometimes. So. <laughs> that is definitely so nothing like that in the guys. <laughs> Charlie. Sorry if this is too personal, but have you ever been felt up in a club by someone you don't know? I don't think I have. If I was, I can't remember it. <laughs> um, no, I don't think I have. I've stopped a few mates from doing it to um, girls. Okay. But I've never personally um, been uh, felt up myself. And you I know um, you've I never say. felt anyone up. No. No, I know that. Um, <laughs> so why, why do you stop your friends from doing it? Because I can see... The girls' horrified faces <laughs> when the when the oh yeah when some of my friends get drunk they turn into completely different people mm. and um, they come on way too strong so you just got to keep an eye out and keep everyone's best interest at heart you can't just say oh go on mate or you do it because that's wrong yeah um, you need to you need to look out for the the people that you don't know. that your (laughs) friends are sort of moving on to um so yeah sometimes you just you're the puller away is the official term (laughs) um of what yeah 
yeah, the puller away of um, mates and mm-hmm. uncomfortable girls. Oh, I'm glad there's you're out there, Charlie, pulling yeah. away. Out there saving all those girls. Yeah, because oh, I think every girl has a story of a guy mm. trying to, you know, get with her or groping her in a club. So it's good to hear from a guy who is anti that. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you very much, Charlie, for your male insights. Thanks very much for having me on. Of course. Anytime. Bye. Bye. Right. So that was a male insight mm-hmm. into nightclubs. Now, I know Charlie is, he's t- hes a typical guy in a way. Mm. But he's very charming and he's very polite and he's yeah. very kind. Um, and it's nice to hear that instead of being, oh, I've never seen anyone get groped ever. Mm. He's aware of it and he's actually trying to stop it. Which yeah, I think is really Which is lovely. nice to hear. Because yeah. I don't often think you find, or I personally don't often find guys who are like that. Mm. It tends to be like, oh yeah it's like a laugh like it's fun yeah and get on with it like sometimes i'll be like almost cheering them on kind of thing Mm. almost like little cheerleaders in the background like but no we need more puller aways like Mm -hmm. charlie so that was really you're listening become a puller awayer (laughs) yes become a puller awayer and protect the females Mm -hmm. but if there are any i'm not discounting that because that's why i asked charlie if he'd ever been felt up i'm not discounting that girls can do the same thing and they yeah. do do the same thing um, and either way what we need to be doing when we see that happening as Charlie is doing is pull away pulling away if your friend is doing it mm-hmm. you stop them from doing it and if you can see someone that you can protect then absolutely yeah. protect them Lenny thank you so much for joining me on the colour pink I think that's been a really we've we've covered a lot yeah it's been fun I've yeah. enjoyed it where can we follow you on social media Um. oh well I have to find the names of it I'm on Twitter I think my name is I can never remember it. And my friend Alice is always like, how do you not know it? I'm like, because I don't need to know it. <laughs> um, on Twitter, it's Maya 27 written like Leone Mayer, yeah. M-A-Y-E-R. <laughs> um, and then I'm also, on, oh, my Instagram username is absolutely awful. What's your Instagram username? No judgment here. Oh, never mind. It's all right, actually. M O two. But spelt like Leone. Yeah. Excellent. Um, To round off the podcast, we put a tweet out while we were recording this Mm -hmm. to ask, do you take a coat on a night out? The options were, of course, never, and sometimes. Sometimes wins by Mm -hmm. 67%. Um, Holly said, it honestly depends how much I've had to drink before I leave the house. Yeah, because sometimes you just... So how thi- won't even think about it. Be like, yeah, I'm warm. How thick your it. alcohol coat is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Leanne has said, always, there's all, there's almost always somewhere to put it, and you feel cozy walking home, which yeah, is fair. the same as me. Um, but no one went for never. So clearly, we don't have any many northern listeners. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think some of my friends back home, which like we're as south as you can get if you count us as being part of the UK. Mm. Um, like we never used to take coats out. Yeah. Because you're basically on the equator in Guernsey, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again, Lenny, for being on the podcast. And thank Thank you you to listening. If you like what you hear, please rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars. um, Leave us a comment. Um, You can follow us on Twitter at ColourPinkPod. And you can DM us, tweet us, let us know what you think. And if you'd like us to talk about any particular topics on the show. But thank you and goodbye. Bye. Bye.